in a world where options are limitless, but time is not. Two heroes take a stand against injustice and overwhelming viewing choices. Starring Jane Ellen. I don't see how the human race survived the medieval period. And Adam Cravens. A lot of them didn't. This is Binge or Cringe. A podcast that lets you know what's worth watching and what's not. From the Hinson Oakley Podcast Center at Rock 93.7. Hello and welcome to Binge or Cringe. I'm Jane Ellen. And I'm Adam Cravens. So have you watched any TV? Because you have a lot of spare time. I, I A, I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, B, um, I, I usually only get to watch what the children are watching. So, no. Now, I, I did see the live-action Lady and the Tramp on Disney Plus, if that's if that's worth anything to you. No. No, it's not? Okay. No, it well, is not. Well, I saw that. Okay. Did you like it? Um. If you would not have told me that it was not theatrically released, like if I didn't know conclusively mm-hmm. that it was made for that streaming service, like it it actually has some like really good production values. Like I would have just assumed that I missed the thing in the theater. Like it just it's well put together. Like it's not it's not particularly like groundbreaking. Like I don't I don't think it changed cinema, but mm-hmm. I mean if you if you're into the live action Disney remakes it's not Pretty bad. Good. Yeah. Okay. Let's start off on Netflix with Seth Meyers, Lobby Baby. Say that again. Seth Meyers, Lobby Baby. It's brilliant. It is just brilliant. And it was so good. And so I know it probably says mature on it. I don't recall what for, but... I have now because it's you said Seth Meyers, right? Yeah, yeah. I have That's I have why. hooked Anna Grace in much like I said. Look, you like Gaffigan, you're gonna like this because I'd already seen the show, and it is mostly Seth Meyers talking about his wife, and the last ten minutes is him as his wife talking about Seth Meyers, who apparently I bear a very strong resemblance to Seth Meyers. <laughs> I I did not gain. My full appreciation for Seth Meyers until he was on Weekend Update on Saturday Night Live. Like before, like pre that when he was just, I think, a featured player. Like I wasn't as in on it. Whenever he got there, like I, I if you would have told me when I first saw him that he was going to be like the what is it, the late night or what? He's the one that follows the Tonight Show, mm-hmm. and I cannot remember what yeah. the name of it is. But he's actually really funny. Oh, very much so. And I again, I would not have called. I also wouldn't have called Jimmy Fallon being the host of the mm-hmm. the Tonight Show either. The first What's time I saw with him. his hair these days. Have I, you seen it? I think like it's What's actually it's living and it's trying to escape him. Okay. Like I, the, as best as I can. I don't know that conclusively. I haven't spoken to any of his doctors or him. Um, and but it's I actually, not just me. There's something have, happening. With I have his no hair. knowledge of the situation, but that's what it looks like. From outside looking in. Okay, so if you have a young teen, I I do recommend Lobby Baby. Maybe there was language somewhere. It, it clearly didn't stick with me, but it, it's called Lobby Baby because he had his wife actually had their baby in the lobby of their hotel, Man, not hotel apartment. That's almost a, a tongue lobby twister baby. right there, isn't it? Lobby Baby, Lobby, lobby baby. baby. So by all means, make time for it and. While you're at it, watch 
everything that John Mulaney has ever done. He is about to have a new TV show on Netflix, a TV show, not stand-up. Okay. And... I think, man, he pumps those out the way Stephen King pumps out a novel. Like... I, I, it seems like every time I turn around, he has dropped another stand-up special, like brand new material in the same way that they're just like, oh, Stephen, Stephen King released. And I'm like, didn't he just literally release a book? How, how, how long is it? You know, the kids, the kids all know about him because of memes. Memes. That's right. Because of memes. That's what I tell you. That's. Because when I was showing him to my children, they're like, oh, we know who he is. Like, how do you know who John Mulaney is? Well, because of the what or whatever meme. It's like, okay, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I think I think it's interesting. Like, words that would have seemed like gibberish or uh, at Mad Libs, like 10, 15 years ago. Like, okay, Will Smith owns the rights to The Karate Kid and produces a show that sequelizes it on YouTube, like all of that just sounds like nonsense or it would have in the year mm-hmm. 2003. Like, you're like, wait, what? The Fresh Prince is doing what? What? It is crazy. And I wish I could remember the name of it, but he's he's doing a show and it involves kids. And that's all I remember. And oh, that's right. And he tells a great story on Fallon about how Stevie Nicks said no to the show. Because she didn't like the parody song, which was not a Stevie Nicks song. John Mulaney is golden. And, he really is. <laughs> and the Seth Meyers special, this one is really, really funny. Now, to be fair, the uh, John Mulaney, like, doing that, like, most of your more popular sitcoms from, like, really, most of your best ones from the 80s and 90s are stand-ups like kind of transferring a lot of their material or attitude or persona into like what ended up being a great amount like Roseanne Mm -hmm. ended up turning like her hers into a very popular sitcom um Jerry Seinfeld which I have been trying to introduce the kids to because like they've consumed everything like Mm -hmm. I I've I've even introduced news radio to them. Like really? obviously they're my kids. Yes. But they they like we've had to skip some episodes of Seinfeld with them for mm. m- m- mature yes. reasons. But sure. like saying that he is kind of parlaying that into that doesn't it, it, it it's not out of the order. Tim Allen had also had a very popular sitcom. Had, no, two. Has had two very popular sitcoms. I, I haven't Neither watched. Neither of which we are talking about. I haven't watched, but <laughs> people watch them. People do watch Persons them. did. Now, uh, you are listening to Binge or Cringe, brought to you by the Hinson Oakley Family Dentistry. Jane Allen talking with Adam Cravens about what is worth watching on the TV. And John Mulaney, always, Lobby Baby from, um, from Seth Meyers. And I have, I started watching this show called The Accident, in which there is an accident. Did you accidentally watch The Accident? No, I, I ne- did you, uh, did you Hulu ha- told me I wanted to watch The did Accident. You have an, did you have an accident while watching The Accident? I had to stop watching The Accident. On purpose? Yes. Okay. Because one of the characters is just such a foul and disgusting human being, it's just, 
it was such a turnoff. I just like I can't I can't spend time with this guy. No, no bad thing to say about the actor. He did a great job because obviously I hate this guy, but I hate him so much. I just can't watch the rest of it. I don't care anymore. <laughs> How do, what happens if you get typecast like in that type <laughs> like uh, the guy in uh, Lovely Bones, like that got cast as the 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 guy that wanted to like hurt and kill children. Like mm-hmm. if you get that role, your agent's like, I've got a role that's perfect for you. Oh, what is it? Everyone hates this guy and they murder children. They're like, wait. I'm perfect for that. What are you? I know. What are you saying? I that's uh, insane. So that is ha- is that? Oh wait a minute. Hold on. This has nothing to do with anything, but it looks that's that's our bread and butter, Jane. Oh, don't word. don't dismiss that. <laughs> anyway, the accident. Uh, you have to watch it with subtitles because they're Welsh or something. I don't know. It's not the kind of thing that you can listen to. Unless you speak. Yes. Yeah. But they're speaking English. But sometimes they're speaking quickly, as I'm sure my speaking quickly could be off-putting to others or <laughs> whatever. No, anyway. I'm, I'm very distinct. I, yeah. I, I speak with diction. And as I'm flipping through to see what else I watched, uh, the accident, it's about an accident, and then I stopped caring. So there is some manner of show called The Sun with Pierce Brosnan looking like his very best Sam Elliott impersonation. Man, he has aged well. I know, but I like, just never think of Pierce Brosnan with the beard and the mustache and the gunslinging. And I the mean, this much and the in that. the same way that, like, you know, two decades after Connery wasn't like James Bond, you were just like, wow, he's. If I looked like that when I got to that age, I wouldn't be upset. Brosnan, who the last time we see him as Bond was looking very like debonair and dapper, mm-hmm. just saying like the, a little touch of gray, a little pepper, a little little this, that, it doesn't look bad on Pierce Brosnan. James, uh, a little song, a little dance, a little, little seltzer down your, your pants. pants. <laughs> good times. Okay, so I'm just saying, Daniel Craig, he, he's got apparently he has something good to look forward to. Oh yeah, just putting it out there. Yeah, so I haven't watched that, but I was just startled by the photo. How could I not? You could. Yeah, I know. You could. Anyway, so Christmas movies. Let's talk Die Hard. There's yes. Oh wait a minute. Now hold on. There was something legit. Other than talking Die Hard, there is something on Netflix called "The Movies That Made Us." Yes. And they talk about the making of Die Hard and how I mean, like way, way back, how it got to be made. It all started with Frank Sinatra. Who was actually contractually, mm-hmm. not contractually obligated, but if they ever did a a film based on that book, he had the option to do it. Now, mind you, Frank Sinatra was in his 60s, mm-hmm. I believe, at this point. And I, ever since I heard that fact, it always makes me want to picture like any line or any anything with just putting Frank Sinatra in. In that, like, not not the way they changed it or altered it to better suit Bruce Willis, but like, I picture him saying, like, you know, the Yippie Kaye lines, mm-hmm. or like, you know, the uh, uh, you know, doing toes, uh, uh, what, what is it, the um, fingertips? Oh the tip- yeah, yeah, in yeah. the rugs, yeah. yeah, fist, fist, toes, yeah. So, um, the movies that made us so far, I've just seen the four episodes they have made. It's fascinating. It has a partner or like a sister series about uh, it's called The Toys That Made Us, mm-hmm. it's, which is also fascinating. Like you know, He-Man, Ninja Turtles, um, G.I. Joe, like stuff like that. But the fact that 
it kind of parlayed into that, Mm -hmm. I think is an exceptional use of that brand right there. Yes. To say nothing of just, I like talking about Die Hard. And uh, they also do Home Alone, Ghostbusters, and I have forgotten. You, but you very closely like just named my childhood. Like, my children do not like Home Alone. What? What? They like it. Do they like Die Hard? Because oh, they the, love Die Hard. They're the same movie. They love one, Die Hard. One of them stars Macaulay Culkin, and the other stars Bruce. They they're, just don't like it's it. It's the exact same movie. And we also have an argument in the house. Um, my husband's favorite movie is It's a Wonderful Life, but... Nothing wrong with that. Uh, it is not our, the girls and I, favorite movie, because for me, it's just, James Stewart is so good, and then it gets all sad, and it's like, I don't, I don't want to have the emotions, and that's pretty much how they feel. And I try not to influence them when it comes to stuff like this. The I want film them to, is, it, it's pretty hard pill yeah. to sw- I mean, literally, it's about a man wanting to take his life Yes, and I find on it depressing. Christmas. It, it is. It's like, show me something in color. There's a good, there's a good, they have a colorized version no but i mean a happy singing color don't show me because jimmy stewart is amazing and it is an exceptionally good movie it's a lot easier for me to watch joe pesci take a paint can to the face as many times as will will allow it Mm -hmm. um as opposed to like him just be like clarence clarence uh uh, you we we need to get you to earn your wings My, my brother drowned. He he oh, drowned again in, a, in, in, in a frozen in pond. Just, I, oh, we're really, we're going to lose your house. Uh, come here, Mayor. I'm going to grab see, the, Jim grab the moon it for you. Uplifting, and I find it incredibly I mean, depressing. It is, but you have to wait two hours to do I it. I know, and I your gratification, your gratification in Home Alone and uh, Die Hard are instant. Yes. Like when you when you see him, you know, murder terrorists. Or no, they're not terrorists. They're they're uh they're stealing barabons. Yes. They're so yeah. They they're pretending to be terrorists. And this time I watched it even more closely. Much like when I hear a song I know by heart again, I listen to random instruments and just try to listen to that one part of it. Yeah. This time I just focused on our beloved evil Hans Gruber. Man. I'll tell you, if there was ever, like, as much as Disney is kind of cashing in on the villains right now, like, uh, you, you've got some of them getting their own movies, I'm telling you. And I'm not saying recast, because it, it's Alan Rickman, yeah, and no. you can't. Well, unless, maybe, what What if What if you got Alan do, Doctor, well, or Doctor Strange yeah, to do it for I guess, you. but still, it's not Alan Benedict Rickman. Cumberbatch as a, a young Hans Gruber? You I don't see him swishing. You're enough. telling me that you wouldn't. Are you? Oh, telling, I'd watch it. I'm just. I'm putting it out there. But Alan Rickman. So I, I've I, seen the movie countless times, but I had missed some of the subtleties on his face, which, having come from the theatrical background that he came from, is hard to do. When oh, you're yeah, used yeah. to being on stage, and then every little thing shows very, up on the movies. It's a very different kind we of We say this like we know. But anyway, there's the, the coked-up co-worker that yep. goes to solve the issues, and just... Hans, Bubby, just, I'm your white knight. The expression on his face is perfection, and he is as annoyed as we are. Let, let me ask you this. What part of Alan Rickman's performance in Die Hard... Is not perfection. Oh, like the 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 sequels, notwithstanding. I'm just saying, like, could you have a better antagonist no. and protagonist than John McClane and Hans Gruber? 
Like it's just the, the, the or or the, the like the scene where he has to adopt like an American accent when mm-hmm. he's like, "Ah, oh, hey, what what's going? On? Don't shoot me!" Like, so oh. what I learned from the films that made us made me love Die Hard even more, which is actually kind of a difficult I thing to know. do. Like it it really is the most influential action film of probably the last forty years, and, and it's you, just. It's perfect. When you hear about what had to happen and how some of the guys from Industrial Light and Magic became their own thing and then they had a limited amount of time in order to do this and do that. And one of them saying, yeah, they all walk out of the truck. There's no ambulance. We know it. Fine. Go. It's like we're leaving it. So there's you can see the fake feet that Bruce Willis is wearing. Or and, like 20th Century Fox care. not wanting to put Bruce Willis's face yes. on the poster because they're like, oh, he, moonlighting. People mm-hmm. aren't going to want to see this. Anyway, it just made me appreciate how they slapped that movie together and just made it on the fly, sort of. Because they had a I mean, in so much for in, the special effects. In so things. much as you do a multi-million dollar production, yes. it really was on the fly. Yeah. And it's just, I, I enjoyed it. And I did not know that Alan Rickman actually did fall 40 feet into something bouncy. Well, they, the catch was they told him they were going to do it on three. Yeah. But they because John McTiernan wanted a genuine look of surprise on his face, mm-hmm. not trusting that Alan Rickman could could perform it which i'm gonna go ahead and say he probably could have but that look when they drop him off nakitomi tower Mm -hmm. is alan rickman's face going oh you said we were going to go on three that was two Uh uh-huh so he was he was pretty startled thinking that that they didn't practice that no i mean i can't imagine that no it was just one two and he was probably just like okay i got ah and then i was thinking that's just like the roller coaster that does not end until you hit the big bouncy pillow but it the the movies that made us is great in that it gives you insight to things that either you knew nothing about or you already loved but i'm still learning things about you know, such as die hard and ghostbusters if you're going to do a film where ellen rickman is a fantastic villain i need a movies that made us on robin hood prince of thieves and I know you're surprised because I did not go with Waterworld or The Postman, but it's because Alan Rickman is in neither of those. Exactly. But, but in Prince of Thieves, he's just, I could just watch him. The funny thing is, and I've seen the extended cut of that movie as well, they cut parts that had Alan Rickman That's out a of shame. it. I, I'm just, I have the extended, believe it or not, Jane. I have the extended cut. Believe it or not, we've actually discussed this before on this very show. No, no, yes, we were talking. We no, we were talking about the extended mm-hmm. cut of Waterworld, I think, which I also own. No, it was an Alan Rickman discussion. I you sure? Oh, I do. I do. Well, anyway, we still need to watch it. Yes, the uh, movies that made us is excellent and it is on Netflix. Yes. Yes. Yes, it's yeah. on Netflix and it's totally worth it. I do try to switch around, but, but Netflix has got a ton. But of it's content. got a ton, and yeah. again. The Mandalorian. Half man, half DeLorean. Mando. One of the girls said, is that a racial slur because he is a Mandalorian? I said, no, it's no, it's not. And no, it's Mando. Sounds like Lando. And that's all you need to know. Go with it. And apparently Favreau, because of Mandalorian, is going to be heavily involved in Star Wars mm-hmm. going forward. That's not a bad thing, kids. Last, I, last time he started something up, it was called the MCU. That turned out okay. And because I can, I believe his name is Trey, but whoever you are, 
ninth or tenth grader, because I already don't care, who called my daughter's parents stupid. That would be me as one of them, because we called the creature Baby Yoda, has apparently never read the internet or anything John Favreau ever wrote, who created Baby Yoda. So, bite me, ninth or tenth grade boy, for he, being stupid yourself. He doesn't. He didn't. He doesn't like Baby Yoda. No, or he, your parents are stupid for calling him Baby Yoda because it's a whatever, and that's its its race. And I and I said, there isn't one. We don't know what it is. Canon. It, no, we don't know. There is not. There's and, speculation. At your speculation is to the uh, the original title of the Star Wars. Films, I am but, uh, so agitated at this kid I've never met who thinks he knows the race of Yoda. And I said, let, let me and Adam at him. Let us at him. It's, it's like the kid that got smart about Spider-Man. And I'm yeah. just like, oh, okay, you've seen the Tobey Maguire movies, all right? Like, I was, I was born into the dark. <laughs> I, was, I, was, I, was, I, was, I was a man by the time I had seen the light. So, yes, um, I don't care if you call Anna Grace's parents stupid, but... When it comes to things like Star Wars, you, my friend, are out of your league. And although I'm not her parent, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and self, yes. call myself her godfather because uh, that's fun. And yes, and we have orange slices. That's what I'm going to say. But, yeah, there's – oh, that's exactly what I said when she told me. I said, I'm going to sick Adam on him. That's ridiculous. You do not take sides against the family. What are you, you talking about, Star Wars? You sit down, kid. <laughs> what's you. A, what do you – you ever seen this ho- – the, the – the, the holiday special? Huh? Huh? Did you, you don't know Star Wars. Sit down. Sit down. Baby Yoda. And she did say all of the other people involved in the conversation were saying everyone calls it Baby Yoda. But well, no. I mean, again, there, the reason why everybody calls him Baby Yoda is because there, there isn't a can't. Like, maybe uh-huh. that's what they're saving at the, the very end of, like, the last episode of Mandalorian. Maybe they're like, oh, and they are this. Which is fine. All I know is... As they remake every Western ever with each episode, um, it's like I'm watching the Western, The Mandalorian, and then I see Baby Yoda. It's like, ooh, let's cut in with the most adorable puppy on YouTube ever, and then back to the Western, back to the puppy. It's like, oh, it's really cool. Oh, I just want to hold it. Oh, that's really cool. What a fantastic idea for a sci-fi show. Mm-hmm. Remake Westerns. Like, it, oh. Mm-hmm. Ah! Yes. And uh, that's about it. But we already talked about The Mandalorian. If you're not watching it, you're stupid. I'm looking at you, Trey, if that's your name. I mean, you really should. Like, Disney, if Disney Plus had nothing else but their, like, the animated, like, stuff and I, I, literally Disney's catalog. If mm-hmm. they just had that and The Mandalorian was new, like, honestly, this show is just that solid. Yeah, like, it's real good. Yeah. So, um, next week, I don't know what we're going to watch. Because I'm always trying to watch new stuff, and then I forget what I've seen. Much like in this show, when I forgot I'd watched the movies that made us. But it's real good. Lobby right. baby, lobby baby, lobby baby. This, <laughs> this has been Your Cringe. I'm Jane Ellen. And I'm Adam Cravens. Binge Your Cringe, starring Jane Ellen and Adam Cravens, is a Hinson Oakley Podcast Center production. Listen to new or past podcasts anytime at rock937online.com.